My name is Katie Rose. I am a mom and a teacher, and I am here to share my stories as I heal and expand into my most radiant self. We'll be talking life, trials, wins, and lessons through all sorts of modalities such as energy healing, human design, somatic work, traditional therapy, and so much more. It is my hope that in sharing my experiences, you feel inspired, empowered, and seen to live the exact life you came here to lead. Join me in celebration, tears, experiences, and joy. I'm so happy to have you with the Wild Rumpus start. Hello, happy Monday. I'm so happy to have you here at the Katie Rose podcast. I hope everyone is doing well and had a nice weekend. Um, And this week we have kind of an interesting topic. I kind of half mentioned it last week talking about past lives and then I kind of, my brain kind of ran with it, I guess. So um, this is a little episode um, for what I know about past lives. And I want to say, first of all, that um, I'm not going to scare anybody. There's nothing scary in this episode or anything like that. Um, It's just something that has uh, come up for me in various like Reiki sessions and things like that I'll get into within this episode, but also um, it's something in human design that comes up, right? So you have in human design your incarnation cross, right? That's all about your purpose for this lifetime. And um, you have your profiles, which, you know, some of them are um, like there's bridging profiles between uh, between lifetimes. So this is something that gets mentioned and something that gets brought up. And it's probably something I had a little bit of a resistance to doing an episode about because I was like, I don't know, is this too much or too weird or too woo-woo? Um, but again, my goal Um, in doing all of this work with Katie Rose coaching is uh, for healing and expansion. Um, And while my interests and so much of what I love is all about kind of this lifetime and our purpose and passions within this lifetime, sometimes we do have past life stuff that kind of can come up. And so sometimes um, past life healing or past life information can bring about healing um, within this lifetime. I also have gotten questions about it and sort of selfishly, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to record a podcast so that I can kind of direct um, people there uh, so that it's all kind of in in one place because I have had um, past life – I seem to have past life stuff come up fairly frequently or so I've been told Um, and I have gleaned some information there and I figured, you know, we'll – We'll put it all together in one place uh, and make it easy peasy. Um, so without further ado, we're we're just going to dive in. So I guess for me, my sort of personal story <laughs> with past life stuff started a couple years ago. Um, so I think I've told this story on here before where I, again, you never know who refers you or where the universe brings you, but I was getting my a pedicure at a spa near my hometown. And, um, 
a sort of a weird circumstance and there there was I was the only one in there, which is unusual. And the nail technician and I got to chatting and she started to talk about um, this woman, Katie Benway, um, who uh, works in Concord, New Hampshire, my hometown. And, um, and you know, is a psychic medium, but also a life coach and um, started saying all these things. And I just got one of these hits. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to work with her because at the time I was really struggling with like OCD stuff and stuff along, uh, you know, that had just been coming up. And I was like, I just am not getting where I need to go in therapy. And it just felt very much like this kismic, like I need to, her business is called Intrepid 11. I need to connect with this woman who, by the way, like is very professional. She is like QuickBooks, scheduling. Um, she has a book, Ignite Your Intrepid Soul, that I've talked about here before. But anyway, I was like, I, I you know, I know I need to talk with her. And, and so I talked with my husband and it was kind of near my birthday. And I was like, this is what I want, you know, for my birthday present this year. And he was like, all for it, whatever. So we had an appointment scheduled and I started to get this feeling that something was going to come up for me about past lives and it scared the shit out of me. I was like, I that's so scary. Like what if that comes up? Like I don't understand. Like my mind can't really wrap around it. And again, I haven't even met with her. I just have an appointment on the calendar, but I just like somehow knew past life stuff was going to come up. Um, and so I was kind of like, really starting to freak out about this. And if you go back to like the episode a couple episodes ago where I talk about kind of taking my blinders off, I also talk about like knowing what a yes and a no means. And so for me, I had all this like charge around this like idea of past lives. And um, again, didn't know I, there was no indication that we were going to talk about that, but I just had this like nudge. So I'm getting close to the appointment and I'm starting to get like a little anxious about it. And she reaches out, she's sick um, and has to reschedule and her, her calendar is like crazy busy. And so she has to reschedule me for like a month out. So I kind of sat there and I was like, okay, why don't you dive in since this is like kind of freaking you out a little bit. Like, why don't you, Katie Rose, dive in and and figure out like what's going on here, right? Why is this giving you a charge? Like, you know, is it religious wounding? And I do want to say that there's a ton of world religions that talk about reincarnation. Like, yes, Hindus, yes, Buddhism, but also like there's accounts of um, reincarnation being talked about in early Christianity, although that was kind of taken out, um, you know, when church leaders were like, well, I don't know if people are going to necessarily like (laughs) listen as closely if they think they have more chances to do this to what we're looking for them to do. Right. So you can kind of think of that. There's also references, um, in some, uh, Jewish, um, theology about reincarnation as well. So there, it does exist throughout the main religions. Um, So anyway, so in my research, I found this author. um, And if you do any sort of reincarnation research, um, past lives, whatever, you'll come across this author. And his name is Dr. Brian Weiss. I believe is how you pronounce it. The last name is W-E-I-S-S. And so he is such an interesting story. And this is kind of where I started my research. So I'm going to like share my story. So I bought his first book. So he has this book that's pretty famous, Many Lives, Many Masters. And it's his first book. I would say it's actually not my 
favorite of his books to read. Um, I'll give you another recommendation. But, you know, he is this, he, he was this like, basically this psychologist who is essentially an atheist, basically he talks about. And he, you know, went to Columbia, Yale, all the places, very successful, had a practice in Miami. And he had gotten really into hypnotherapy as a means to help treat his clients, right? All standard. He had done it for um, like over a decade, um, was accomplished, you know, all the things, peer-reviewed articles, things like that. And he ends up getting this client in that's struggling with like a lot of different things like um, insomnia. She has trouble like swallowing, like she couldn't even swallow like anti-anxiety meds. And and so he was like funny because he was like that actually ended up being why we had to do some of this work. Anyway, she had she had some of these issues, like a lot of issues. She had phobia issues, things like that. And so he ended up doing hypnotherapy and like things would come up for her in this life and he'd think, oh, this should do it. And then it would turn out it like really didn't. So finally he's like, all right, I want you to go back to where the problem started. And she goes all the way back to another lifetime. And so he works with her and she she goes through all these different lifetimes. Um, and then he kind of starts this work, right? So he starts this work um, and he does past life hypnosis for many other patients that he finds it might help. And he ends up finding kind of essentially the same thing over and over again, which is that, you know, our souls come here. We have certain lessons that we learn in a lifetime. We pass. We all kind of go up towards this like white light. Um, it's the same thing that people – there's all these books you can read on um, like near-death um, situations and it's very similar. They all go – you go towards this white light and then you kind of get up into heaven, right? And you sort of have – like a little performance review, but it's it's kind of like just looking at your life and what were some major themes and what did you learn and what's unresolved, right? Sort of this idea over, you know, kind of looking at your life, but kind of in a very much in a non-judgmental way, like kind of what were the lessons, what it can be can condensed down into, what relationships sort of have unresolved issues, right? And then over and over again, you know, people, you know, kind of the same soul group you would reincarnate with again. So it was, you know, either because you felt comfortable with them and so you kind of come back and like maybe your parents would be your parents over and over again, or you had unresolved issues and you were trying to work through those very one-on-one with this other person. And so you might be in a relationship with them over and over again through different lifetimes trying to work through things, right? And so this was something that he found not only in this first patient that he called Catherine, but like at this point he's done tens of thousands of these past life um, regressions, right? He was on the Oprah show, like all sorts of things. So so he has a book. um, So you can read his first book. It's famous. It's a bestseller, Many Lives, Many Masters. But I actually like um, the book Only Love is Real, uh, partly because it's like these two soulmates and they end up finding each other. But somewhat that first book, I think he started seeing this patient that he – this very first patient he had in like 
it was either like the very late 70s or like no later than like 1980. And so there's a little bit of the dialogue and discord in that first book that just feels a little outdated to me, um, although it would have been perfectly fine in the time. So anyway, I like some of his later books better and they kind of go over the same information. I just like how he writes and how things flow in some of his later books better. Um, And he also did the foreword to the book Signs that I've talked about here before by Laurel and Jackson, which I love that book. And so he kind of does the the foreword, I think, for it. so, um, so that that sort of gave me an idea of like what that happened, and in in his work, he kind of talks about how people under hypnosis, you know, um, access these lives and what that looks like, and so that kind of gave me like the sense of like understanding around it. Um, and so, flash forward, I go and have my first meeting with Katie Benway, who's this soul coach, right? And so I sit down and start talking about things. And like in our first meeting, she's like, oh, you're having a past life come up here and a past life coming up there and a past life coming up there. And she's like, this is very unusual. That usually doesn't come up quite so often in a first meeting with people. But I think I had to have some familiarity um, with it in order to kind of um, like, like, be okay with what was coming up. And so for me, anytime like a past life has come up in either a psychic reading or like I'll even get a Reiki session and kind of set an intention like, oh, I'm trying to work through this. And then lo and behold, like a glimpse of this past life will come up that one of the women I see for Reiki will say, oh, this came up and this is probably, right? And so it ends up being um, ultimately for for me something very, very much about um, healing and and something, you know, that my soul remembers, right? And so Dr. Brian Weiss also gives this like analogy where he's like, the soul is the same. It's your soul. Um, but it's almost like getting into a car. Um, like you can think of the car as your body, right? It's the same driver, but driving different cars, right? So while taking care of the car is important, right? It's not the be all and end all. So if people get too caught up in like focusing on their body and all this stuff, well, it's really the journey here is about the soul. We want to take care of our bodies. We want to make sure we're good and we listen to our bodies. And as I've talked about on here, they're such an intuitive tool. Uh, They're such an intuitive tool, but honestly, the be all and end all is, is our soul, right? The driver stays the same. So um, a lot of people, so I have since had a lot more (laughs) information and experiences around this. So a lot of times phobias are something that comes up from past lives, right? And so I have an example of that um, that came through for me that I kind of referenced a little bit last week. And I'm like, ah, you know what? We'll just share the whole story. So so as I mentioned last week, one of the versions of OCD I had was around chemicals, right? And kind of this idea of like chemicals being very dangerous. And I and I had it as a little kid and then it went away. And then when I had my own kids, it kind of reemerged, right? Um, I've talked about this here before, like the body remembers, the body keeps score. So, so this came back up for me. And so in this first meeting with Katie, she was like, yeah, I'm getting this like past life coming through of you as a um, Native American man um, who lived in um, like Wyoming, and there was something to do with poisoning. Like your um, community was poisoned, and um, there was something about the water being poisoned, and 
um, people died and you carry this great um, like guilt around this because she's like, I don't know if you were like an elder in the community or something like that, but there was this great guilt around these people dying from some sort of chemical substance being in the water. And um, so that just like really rang true for me um, and was something that was actually helpful like once that was identified in like freeing me up a little from this phobia, right? And so this is something that has um, in lots of different research, there's so many like books and things on this, like phobias are something with past lives that comes, comes up a lot. The other thing that can come up a lot is like relationships, right? So so there's kind of two schools of thought. So Dr. Brian Weiss, who in no way is like a psychic or meaning he's just like a regular guy, but he's done tens of thousands of these past life regressions. He has the philosophy that he thinks it's kind of good to sort of go through all your past lives and it's very freeing. There are other people in the spiritual psychic world who say we can't necessarily handle it all all at once. And so um, they think it's more of like a medicine or a healing tool to come up as needed. Um, And this one woman gave an example of like these two people, uh, this man and this woman being in a relationship and the woman was her client. And the woman was like, um, they had to be long distance for a period of time because of work or something. And she was like, I'm just struggling so badly with this. Like I almost have this anxiety or being around long distance and it's kind of not logical and um, I'm really struggling with it. And it turned out, you know, a past life kind of came through where they had been together. Again, I said, this is something that happens frequently as you have like a soul group. They had been together in a past life centuries before and um, he had like gone away on a boat to do whatever it was and she was home and the boat had um, – come into like a storm and crash and he had like died at sea. And so she was always like missing him and, and having anxiety that he left and she never really got to say goodbye and he was gone. So that this, in this current life, while they were having a long distance relationship, it was bringing up those kind of feelings that had been on, on her soul, right? And probably so that she could work through them and, and be freed of them, right? And so this is another thing that was helpful for me is like being afraid of something coming up. And and people, really good people, I know that um, have had past life regressions or things come up. Sometimes they have lives where they didn't do such great stuff. And that's human nature, right? And so the the lesson that helped me is like kind of this idea of like, is a rose ashamed of its thorns, right? So the thorns are part of the rose, right? It's all, we're complex people and humanity has been complex. And so sometimes there are things that come up in past lives that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily do in this life and maybe you're kind of working through it, right? And if you're curious, you can really read any of Dr. Weiss's books and he goes into a lot of that, but that is something that is like, was kind of a freeing thought. Like my soul already knows, like if I quote unquote made a mistake or did, like that's my soul already knows, I just don't remember in this incarnation. So, <clears throat> so I say all of that because um, that's something that I think people say a lot. I will also say, and this is something that Katie Benway said to me is like humanity has some dark history, right? There's 
there is some dark history. I don't need to go through it, it with anybody for people to know. And so sometimes the things that come up um, in past life regressions are darker subject matters, right? And it, and it, but probably it's something that you know is coming up for you because it's something to work through, or there's a or there's a life theme there. And and I'll give you. Um, an example um, of that that has come up for me. But first I want to say there's there's really three ways to do past life regressions. So you can be hypnotized. So you don't need – this isn't like not um, a psychic or a medium or anything like that. Like you can have a psychologist um, or um, someone trained in hypnotherapy do um, – do a hypnosis and you kind of recall it yourself. Um, you can have uh, a psychic reading done. And so this by and large, like I'd never have set out to do like a psychic reading for past life ingressions, but I've set out to have like Reiki done or healing sessions. And then psychically like information has come up. Like I said, with the, the life as a Amer- Native American where information has come up. So I'm basically just being told of this information coming through. The third way um, I have have had a little experience as well is like this idea of a guided meditation. So this is where you kind of intentionally – so you have like a psychic medium, someone very trained that you trust, that you work with, where you go, go into a guided meditation state and they're basically able to kind of be there with you and you kind of live through your life. So it's sort of the same idea as the – hypnotism, um, but you sort of have a guide there with you who's kind of um, helping you process through things or or maybe um, point you in a direction if you're a little bit confused or ask you clarifying questions, things like that. So for me with Katie, I had um, another life come up and she's like, I think we need to do a guided meditation around this. And I'll give a little bit of a trigger warning here. Um, that um, there are some difficult topics that are about to come up, that um, this particular lifetime, she was like, I see this lifetime. It was um, in Persia and you were um, like in a harem, basically. Um, And the soul of your present time, present timeline father was kind of had this harem, right? Which is kind of creepy and kind of weird, like all of those things. And I always laugh because that's how I handle weird situations. But anyway, my soul in that lifetime escaped, right? I got away. I escaped. I end up having a very beautiful life. I had a husband and children I was very devoted to, but I was always fearful of him, right? And I was always resentful of him. And I couldn't really fully open up my heart, especially to my husband. I was able to with my children. Um, So he kind of still had this like power over me. And when I was in that life, in that situation, he didn't really care about me that much until I escaped, right? So then he had this like fixation on me because I escaped. Um, And so when we died, right, we still had this like connection because my soul was afraid of him. My soul couldn't open up my heart because of him. And he was kind of like fixated on me. Um, And so I say that because. I have done some human design readings in the last couple of weeks where people have said to me, like, I want to learn this lesson. I don't want to, like, do this over again. And so that is definitely, like, you know, for me with the soul of my father, like, as much as I can forgive him and make peace and not have to re-engage in any other lifetimes with him because I've also been told without – 
prompting or anything like that from in Reiki sessions that I've had other lifetimes where he's been my jailer and things like that. So overall, like we haven't had great history together. Now I say all of that, um, that Dr. Brian Weiss would say like, why, you know, we pick our, our past, we pick this. Well, probably he picked this life to be my father to try to do a better job. That's what Dr. Brian Weiss would say from his research. He probably tried, wanted to do a better job to make up, make it up for me to past lives. Did he do that? You know, I'm not one to judge. I'm just in control of my lifetime. Um, But um, probably what I'm, my soul is trying to learn is how to still be loving and still have an open heart, even though I've had trauma, even though I've had things like, how do I get beyond this? Um, Because I, in this past life regression where I basically am like in a meditative state. And so for me, I could kind of like see, it's like kind of, it shows up differently for everyone, but I could kind of see these fuzzy pictures. And for me, I had Katie as a psychic medium with me kind of confirming like, yep, she was seeing what I was seeing. And so even though I had escaped and even though I had ended up having a beautiful life, I was still closed off and I still kept my heart closed off because I was so afraid, right? And so even in in this lifetime, right, I started off very afraid of my father. There was sexual abuse there, right? So um, so there's these themes. And so for me, I'm just kind of, and the reason I bring this all up is like, I just want to kind of get it right, right? I just want to um, wish him well and um, acknowledge the hurt and the abuse and all of that, Um but also not have any strings attached. Like I would like at the end of this lifetime, be like, all right, like I, I'm ready for a new assignment. <laughs> I don't want to keep doing this one, right? Um, and so that's the thing that I, I guess I want to reiterate too is like, um, if you don't work through grud, if we don't work through grudges, if we don't work through difficulties, like our soul will probably want to come back and work through it, right? Because our souls are pure. Our souls are made of light. Our souls are of God, right? Of the purest form. And so there isn't these feelings like when we die of um, anger or resentment, whatever, those are kind of earthly things. Um, So if we don't work through them, that's something that we often come back to work through. And so that is always a motivator for me to try to work through tricky feelings, right? Instead of sweeping it under the rug um, or whatever you want to say. Um, So that's the one thing I want to say. The other thing that Dr. Brian Weiss has said in all his his research and the tens of thousands of people he's done. And again, this guy was like an atheist and he's like, people almost always have the exact same sort of formula to their lives. You know, and I also find it very, you know, and then it's, and I meant, meant to mention this, it's usually like 40 to 60 years between lifetimes. So between then you kind of rest, you reflect, right? You can kind of, kind of take it easy. And then I also find it comforting that you come back, right? Um, so the people you love most are often in your soul group and you come back. And so maybe you were mother and daughter in one life and then in the next life, your sisters, or um, maybe your um you know, your dad ends up being your son, right? To kind of have a little bit different of a, a dynamic to work through um, your relationship, right? So I think it's all beautiful. I think it's all healing. I think it's all about expansion. Um, but he, Dr. Brian Weiss would, would also tell you that the quickest way to come back as a certain group is to really be prejudiced or hateful towards a group. That's the quickest way to come back as that group. So if someone is – he has found like if someone's very prejudiced against – 
um, Islamic people, it is a quick path to come back <laughs> as someone whose religion is a, Islam in their next life, right? So that's always good perspective too to go, you know, um, we're all souls, right? We're, we're all trying our best here to learn on this beautiful planet and school called Earth, right? And so um, so it's kind of a nice, nice reminder there. But I just also want to give a list too, right? I've already said like I was a man in that life I mentioned, but I've also – so I tried to remember – I like wrote down a quick list um, – I have been Asian, I've been Egyptian, I've been Native American, I've had a life in Persia, I've had a life, I think in India, something like that, there was elephants involved, so I think it was India. Um, There's a Celtic life, and then a more modern, like either early 20th century or late 19th century life that I've been um, either told or experienced through meditations um, for, for my soul, from what I understand. So when I say that, it's like really true, like we're all souls, right? And so we just have different experiences, right? And so to be prejudiced against another race or religion or gender, right? You may have lived a life as that race, that religion, that gender, right? And so um, so to me, it's like a, this really freeing idea, right? And it, and it really can become very playful to go, all right, well, what am I here to learn, right? What am I here to experience? What in this, in this life, in this body I have, you know, what, what am I here to learn? And, and that's some of why I like human design too, right? It talks about our life's purpose, which I think is such a fun feature to human design and kind of talking about that and how can I incorporate that, right? Because I I really want to get as much out of this life as I can and then I'm ready next time for a new assignment, right? I don't want to keep keep repeating things, <laughs> you know? I don't want to do kindergarten seven times. I want to keep, I want to move on to first grade um, or whatever analogy you want to use. Um, so for me, I think it's this very freeing notion. I think it's um, this idea of us working through both our our personal soul's journey, but also our interpersonal journey with different souls. Um, the variety, you know, of being rich, of being poor, of being different races, ethnicities, religions, genders, right? Um, and so how can I enjoy this life as who I am right now as Katie Rose to the fullest? And how can I get the most out of this lifetime and learn everything I can and experience as much joy as I can, right? Um, because I'm, I'm going to be ready for a new assignment. So again, as I said, and kind of kicked off this episode, I really am very much passionate about this life, this purpose, everything we're doing here. Um, but it is something that comes up um, for people in healing. And it is stuff, right, that gets referenced even in astrology, right? You have your north node and your south node. So your south node is what you've had in other lives and your north node is like where you're headed in this life. So something that kind of gets brought up and sort of skirted around, I feel like. And I just wanted, I guess, a catching place Um for this idea of what my personal experience has been in past lives and what I've learned and the healing that has taken place. And also if that's something that you feel like might be helpful, especially if you have a phobia or you really struggle with something, um, I wanted this to just be a resource for someone who started out very scared. Like I said, it really freaked me out. And at this point, like if I have a Reiki session, they're like, oh yeah, there was this life in Egypt and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. It doesn't even 
phase me, the past life stuff, I'm just like, oh, cool. How can I take a little something out of this um, lesson, right, that's coming up for me in this life? And so I guess I'll just give that example. So I sometimes struggle with my words and wanting to get my words exactly right. And I had been talking about this in like a Reiki session and, and the woman I was seeing was like, this past life is coming up for you um, in Egypt where you were um, like a worshiper of the goddess Isis, who's a big mother goddess. I will say motherhood is something that um, is a big theme for me throughout my lives. And I've been told that that, that is something that does seem to activate me in, in different lifetimes. Um, and she was like, within that you know, worshiping of this goddess Isis, like the power of their prayers was very being very specific in their words. And so you're, she's like, you're feeling that pressure because you have this association with the power of words, but she goes, how can you play with it? Right. How can you play with words so that they feel expansive so that they feel joyful so that you can use your voice, um, for healing. Right. And so that's some of what I'm trying to do on this podcast is, okay, how can I be intentional with my words and use it for healing and expansion? Right. So I created a mission statement really recently here, and it's just been so helpful for me to go back and review before I do a podcast or before I do something on social media, right? And so for you all listening, because this is something I put together and I think it's so helpful to put, um, if if you start a business or any sort of venture that's soul-led, right? So my mission statement for Katie Rose Coaching is, with the highest good for all concerned, to provide guidance and permission to heal and expand with love, joy, authenticity, vulnerability, courage, and ease, right? And so that's that's my goal, right? That's my goal for myself and anyone listening. And I think whenever we do anything, um, as long as our intention is in the best intention for everybody involved, then we're going to be led to a place of light and joy and happiness and expansion and ease. And that is certainly what I have found in my own life. And that is what I wish for everyone else. So, um, yeah, so this episode is a little bit of a stretch for me because it feels like, um, you know, something that might open me up a little bit more to criticism or judgment. But again, I'm going back to my mission statement and saying, Hey, I'm going to communicate in order for the good of all, for healing and expansion with love, joy, authenticity, vulnerability, courage, and ease. And so if I'm doing that, then that's all I need to know to put my head on my pillow at night. And maybe this is something that's helpful for someone who happens to have a past life regression after this, or something comes up or feel, or they have a phobia and really feel like they need to dive into this. Um, I want to be a helpful resource and I'm not helpful to anybody um, if I'm scared to share my story because that's why I have the podcast. That's why I'm doing all of this. And um, yeah, so I hope that this was interesting. If you have specific questions, you can send me a DM on Instagram or shoot me an email, katie at katierosecoaching.com. But thank you for sitting with me. I hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, And until next Monday, I'm sending you all the love. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the Katie Rose Podcast. This project is a self-funded labor of love from my heart to yours. 
If this show resonated with you in any way and you would be so kind as to leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're using, it would mean the absolute world to me. Also, if you want to connect further, please send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Rose Coaching and say hello. Thank you again and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes released weekly. Until next time, sending you all the love.